Welcome to the Waterboy and Equipment Manager post Game Four Reactions Pod. My name is Safe Basaria. My name is Shaban Samani. I'm Case Charania. And the Lakers have now taken a 3-1 lead over the Miami Heat. They won Game Four, 102 to 96, in what was a very defensive, chippy, and honestly quite fatigued on both sides kind of game. The players right, just before we go on energy. Big shout outs to Seattle Storm. You know, they yeah, won absolutely. the WNBA championship today. They swept. I forget who, but the, I know they Aces. swept the reigning Las MVP. Vegas. Las Vegas. I, see. I yeah. knew it was the Aces, but I couldn't remember the city. Yeah. <laughs> and as a Raiders fan, I'm disappointed in myself, but it happens. <laughs> no, yeah. This, this is... They were the best team all year for those oh, that were the NBA to keep up with it. They were the favorites to win the championship coming into the year, so it's not a huge surprise that they have won. But you have to play the game, and you have to win it, and they didn't. So, yeah, big props, big shout-out to them. Shabon, did you want to hit yeah. on three? Yeah, it sucks because this was like the – this is the second uh, finals loss in a row for the Aces, I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. Is it really? I actually did not know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, two is, in a row. That's unfortunate. Damn. Bad. Yeah, and they got swept this time. But, yo, uh, you know, shout-out to Sue Bird. That this is her fourth NBA. This is her first W fourth WNBA championship. You want to guess? Uh, what absolute year? legend. Do you know what year of her career she's in? Uh, I want to say her like eleventh year, seventeenth year, fourth championship. God Wait, damn! Who, who else is in their seventeenth year potentially about to win his fourth championship? Uh, of course, Rajon Rondo. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that don't know, it's LeBron James, who's also pretty good at basketball, like Super. Brianna Stewart, Finals MVP. Uh, I mean, fantastic. Her second Finals MVP. Hmm? Yeah, her second Finals MVP, and this came off of the year after she tore her Achilles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, she's literally Kevin Durant. I mean, no, Wait, dude, well, boring style. She might be better. She might be better. <laughs> she might be better. No, no, like we for, don't know how KD is going to play. Her scoring style, like her ability to shoot the ball is very Kevin Durant, but her post game is much better than Kevin Durant. Her post game is unbelievable. She is an incredible basketball player. Um, and, and quite frankly, it's no surprise that she's a finals MVP. One of the best basketball players in, uh, in, in the, in the game. Um, but anyway, let's jump back to the NBA with uh, the Lakers defeating the Miami heat one Oh two to 96. Like I said, in a very chippy physical game, There was definitely moments of serious fatigue in this game. You could see that back-to-back schedule for the better part of three months or so has really worn down some of these guys. Extra Uh, day off incoming. I mean, hey, now we we wait till Friday to get another game. I think uh, – So this is actually how I saw this whole series playing out. Mm -hmm. I like this game more than most people. I like defensive basketball. Oh, you're saying you expected this for the last three three games previous? I wanted, I okay. thought each and every single game was going to be like this. It was just going to be a battle, offense, defense, yeah, whatever defense, it was. Defense, yeah. No easy buckets. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like the role players like came alive this game too. It, it definitely felt like that for sure. Let's jump into the Lakers because I think we're already ready, ready to talk about it. So let's talk about it. The Lakers won the game. Um, they did not cover the spread. The seven, seven and a half. Tyler Harrow made a thanks, Tyler Harrow. A bucket <laughs> at the very you know garbage time of the game. What eight? Oh, seconds close, bro. One point two seconds left. Was it really? Oh my god! But yeah, so I mean, Tyler Harrow made a three point bucket and hurt the spread in that process. I I did not invest, thankfully. 
I think Case <laughs> from the likes of it sounds like he did invest. No, I wanted to. I thought about it. I was going like, to, uh, but I, I was too late. Your your wallet thanks you and, and your timing is grateful for being late for the first yeah. time. It's a good thing to be late on that one. But let's talk about the Lakers. The over under was set at two eighteen. Uh so they were like oh, well <laughs> they're off by like well a bunch. Short. We were well, well, well short of that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that if the next game is set around 218, it'll probably fall short as well. Um, just because I think this is what we saw tonight was like Case talked about was more expected in the series, more defense, a lot more chippiness, a lot more physicality. Um, and the fatigue definitely played a role, but let's talk about the Lakers. They won the game. What did they do? Right. What did they look good? I'm going to go ahead and say right off the rip. I think that LeBron James load managed the first two ish quarters of this game i think that he let the game come to him i think it's two ish i think it was the whole first half yeah i mean i I only say ish because there were moments in which you could see lebron almost turn it on and then turn it back off it seemed as though he was just trying to keep the game close enough to where he could actually do something about it later when it mattered more um there were a ton of chances where lebron made the right pass and the guy missed the shot. Um, the Lakers made 14 of 39 taken threes, 35%, which is about league average, like one tick lower than league average, but there were a lot of open shots missed a lot of second chances that turned into good shots. Um, especially from the likes of KCP Morris and, and Danny green, they, they did good tonight. I would say respective to what we've seen prior to tonight, Shaban touched on it. The pieces of the Lakers, Caldwell Pope, 15, Danny Green, 10, Morris with nine, Caruso with seven, Kuzma with nine. Not amazing numbers, but those things add up in a game that only scores 102 points. Those those points really didn't matter tonight. Mm-hmm. And like Rondo didn't score a, bu- a bunch in this game either. But So Rondo's you know. first bucket came to put the Lakers up six under two minutes remaining, and it was probably the biggest bucket of the game apart yeah. from that three AD hit. It was that. Uh, it was like that wide open drive to the lane, right? Yeah, yeah. but you were you were about to make a point, Shabon, about Rondo. So go ahead and make that point. Otherwise, I'm going to make it. Well, yeah, like Rondo, like he only scored like two points, but you know he had five assists, seven rebounds, uh, played great defense through and through. Rondo had what four offensive rebounds? Some... Yeah, no, he had two offensive rebounds. I mean, it looked like he had more because he was there on every missed shot. Yeah, if, if, he, if, it only, yeah. if he only had two, he had at least two or three more just tap-outs that landed in a Laker player's hand after he tapped it out of, out of the paint. He was everywhere tonight. Yeah. and Yeah, I think. All right, go ahead. Yeah, my bad. No, like the Lakers had like three more offensive rebounds in Miami, and I'm pretty sure those all came in the fourth quarter. Definitely, definitely. It looked like the Lakers had another level to get to, and they did in the fourth. The end of the third, you could feel it in the fourth quarter. It felt like they went to another level. The box score does not seem to indicate that, by the way. The Lakers only won the fourth quarter by one point. It was 27 to 26. But it it really Mm -hmm. did feel like the Lakers were just a little bit more aggressive in the fourth quarter, and the free throw numbers do indicate that. The Lakers shot like nine more free throws in the fourth quarter, but they still shot less for the game because the Miami Heat had so many in the first 22 coming into the fourth yeah had some good good old-fashioned playoff fouls you know 
hard fouls on LeBron, you know, just straight up hacking him, hitting him in the I face. I think LeBron's about to swing at Jay Crowder. Yeah, he. I think he's tired of the bullshit. I think he's very much tired of the bullshit with Jay Crowder, especially tonight. You could tell. I mean, there were two times LeBron literally was about to go face-to-face, and it was broken up beforehand. There was one time where LeBron just looked at him and two refs ran in the middle. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't I think LeBron is the least likely player on both teams to actually swing. I think it's more like I'm just gonna talk my shit and then because he knows he's not gonna he's not trying to get sent off. Right. So he's not mm-hmm. he's not actually gonna swing. But what did you guys see from the Lakers tonight that you guys liked? Because they won the game. So we're gonna discuss them first. All right. I yeah, love the way Rondo he- played. Mm-hmm. You know, he might not have scored a bunch, he might not have filled up the box score, but you could see when the Lakers were struggling. Rondo just decided, I'm going to attack the basket. I'm going to put up some shots because they don't think I'm going to shoot. But if I go, they're going to have to crash on me and shit will develop. And Rondo went at the basket and missed two, I think, point-blank layups. They weren't easy shots, but I think he still should have made them. But what that did was that he'd have to adjust for Rondo looking to score, and that's where he's at his most dangerous. He could move the ball around. Great passing, especially by the second unit. There was one play where I think KCP got it in the corner, drove baseline, and found AD at the top of the key. And then Markeith Morris made plays. Alex Caruso hustled. And, you know, it hurt AD a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I mean, it's, for me, it's Anthony Davis. You know, uh, he just looked really aggressive. But not also, not only that, uh you know, I saw him making like really good cuts to the rim uh, when uh, ball handlers were making that dribble penetration so that they were kind of like doing a, they try to get them the entry pass into the post, but uh, Miami would go and help like immediately, like after they saw that come in and they would like force a turnover from there. So they just kind of switched up strategies and they just kind of let AD uh, kind of make like cuts to the rim whenever he saw an open lane or they ran like that more, they ran a lot of that uh, AD high screen and roll, which, you know, which always works for the Lakers. And, you know, they, they allow, they don't not AD not only tried to look for a shot more, he hit like a bunch of big shots late in, like late in the game, but also the Lakers also were able to, you know, set it up that way that AD is able to get it going and get his shots going. Yeah, and then he had four blocks tonight. Yeah. yeah, huge blocks by AD. That, that's what I wanted to discuss with Anthony Davis, especially in the first half of this game. The Miami Heat came with a game plan to, to basically stop him from being as effective as he can be. And they did a pretty good job in the first half. AD seemed extremely frustrated on the offensive end of the, the on the floor in the first half of this game. You could tell in his body language. Um, but the one thing I like to see in this game that we did not necessarily see last game was he did not let that affect him on the defensive side of the ball. He only had four blocks. It felt like he had a million because he adjusted other offensive. Oh, guess what? The Lakers only had four blocks. Well, what I'm (laughs) saying is the Miami Heat had so many times have to adjust. I mean, look, Tyler Harrell literally floated the ball. Yeah, that fast break layup. Yeah, to the moon in order to get it up there because AD was there in the paint. There were so many shots that had to be adjusted because of what AD was doing tonight as a defender. His offense, offensively, this was. You know, a fine game, 22 points, 8 of 16. 8 of 16. Yeah. It's like not a not a, not a a bad game by any standards, but it's also not an amazing game. 4-4 from free throw. That's obviously low on the free throw end for Anthony Davis on what he's done all year. Um, so Anthony Davis did not necessarily have a great offensive game. He had a good one. 
But defensively, he was exceptional tonight. And I think that is what led to the Miami Heat taking a bunch of honestly pretty bad shots from outside in the three range. Um, a lot of just jack up shots, especially in the lower and the towards the end of the third. There was a point where uh, Kelly Olynyk took an off balance three. Somebody gets a rebound, tosses it out. Igudala takes a highly contested three in back to back plays, and it's like those are not good shots. Eric Spolster is going to go back and say we shouldn't be taking those shots, but mm-hmm. it's because they couldn't drive. Anthony Davis was there clogging the paint. Dwight Howard only plays seven minutes tonight. AD played forty one. There's a reason for that. It's Anthony Davis was just. There's a reason J.R. Smith didn't play at all. (laughs) Anthony Davis was just a lot more effective tonight than he was in, I would say, any of these games defensively. This was his best defensive performance by far in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree on that. Yeah. Quick question for you guys. There was a point in the fourth quarter where Bam just threw up a prayer with the shot clock ending. Yeah, and the refs went to review it after a couple plays had already that happened. Weird, Have you seen it? that before? I've never seen it. That was so weird. Normally they, yeah. Right so I've away. seen them go change a two to a three or a three to a two. That I've seen, yes. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen them look at a play that's happened after the other team's already scored a basket. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I, I, in the moment, I was like, I've never seen anything like this before, and and I would be hard pressed for anyone to have seen anything like this before. However, the ref that called it off. Like the shot clock went off before that. Incredible. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, that was. It was close enough in real time for us at home watching on TV. I thought he got it off. I thought he got it off too. Yeah, I thought he got off too. Yeah, I thought the Heat were hard done by that call and the ref. I was already off. yelling by the TV. <laughs> I mean, good eye. Good eye. <laughs> I really thought he got it off. Before we move. Hey, that's what he gets paid for. I mean, also big facts. Before we move on to the Miami Heat, what did we not like from the Lakers? Shaman, do you want to start it off? We might have the same point. That's why I'd rather you start it. What would we not like from the Lakers? Or what yeah, we not what, like what do we want? To, what do we not like from the uh, no, Lakers? No, Lakers. Like from the Lakers tonight. What would we want to see more of from the Lakers going forward in the next game? I mean, if it's nothing, it's nothing. That's totally fine. Uh, I mean, I yeah, can go honestly, if I, you're stuttering, yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I kind of need to like get. My, well, I guess, like, I guess like Markeith Morris kind of like was like struggling with his shot. Uh, like after that sensational shooting from uh, game three, uh, you know, he's got to start hitting those, like hitting those looks, you know, he had a pretty, he had a lot of good looks too. He took seven threes. He only hit two of them. Yeah. And, some of them were know, open after, shots. He, Absolutely right. He's got yeah, a-, a lot of, a lot of them were open shots. Uh, I didn't love the turnovers like early in the, early in the game, but they shaped up like later on. Yeah, that was my half. thing. Hold on to the fucking ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. Granted, the Heat also had the same amount of turnovers, but it's too many. Yeah, especially Especially if LeBron James is accounting for almost half of them. The Lakers had 15 turnovers tonight. The Miami Heat had 11 turnovers tonight. It was a four turnover disparity tonight on the Lakers. Other than the TV lied to me. Yeah, and LeBron, I'm pulling. I have it in front of me for a reason. LeBron had six of the Lakers' 15 turnovers, so he obviously. Five of those turnovers came in the first quarter for LeBron. Wow, I did not know that. I knew he had a bunch, and and quite frankly, they did a really good job, the Miami Heat, especially early in the game, trapping him and playing good, aggressive defense. And that's what really led to the turnovers, I think. From what I saw, like the turnovers uh, from LeBron were just like just bad passes out of bounds. Uh, I think he's used to seeing AD get fronted like that. Yeah, right. He got got punked in the first. Especially by Jimmy Butler. Not punked. Yeah, Jimmy Butler was a menace. 
We'll get there. We'll There's get there. Let's finish, let's finish the Lakers before we move to the Miami because I have plenty to say, and I think you guys do too. Um, for the Lakers tonight, the only thing I did not like that I want to see more of is the aggression going to the rack. They shot 39 three-pointers. Again, they've been shooting 35-plus, 40-plus three-pointers in this series thus far. So this number isn't insanely high. It's about where they've shot the three. But they shot 21 free throws, 11 or 12, I believe 12 of which came in the fourth quarter. So prior to that, yeah. they only shot, what, 10 free throws in the game, nine free throws in the game. That's absurdly low. It, it And it's it's not because the Heat aren't fouling them. It's because we're not going to the rim. The Lakers need to go to the rim and attack the rim. And, and quite frankly, the Heat are doing a good job trying to block that off. Bam Adebayo coming back made a huge yeah. difference, right? A huge difference on the defensive and off, offensive end. So I think going back to the free throws, all four of AD's free throws – Came in like I think a twenty-two second span at the end of the third quarter. That probably sounds about right. Um, well, he had four free throws. That's what you said, right? Yeah, all four of them. Yeah. So the Lakers just need to get more free throws. The Miami Heat had no problem getting to the line. They finished the game with thirty-two. Sorry, not thirty-two three pointers. That's a lie. Uh, thir- twenty-six free throws. Um, they only had four in the fourth quarter. So coming into it, they had 22 in the, in the first three quarters of the game while the Lakers had barely 10. Um, clearly, some some of the extra calls going in the fourth quarter were just Lakers being a little more aggressive going to the rack, and that helps close that disparity. But the Lakers need to be a little bit more aggressive, and I think that we'll see both teams' best effort in Game 5. The Heat do not want to go home, and the Lakers are just about ready to go home. And they're going to try to close this thing out in Game 5. Let's move on to the Miami Heat. It seems like you guys are ready to talk about them. There's a lot of positives from the Miami Heat tonight. Um, Kays, what did you like the Miami Heat tonight? I like seeing Bam play with no minutes restriction, especially after missing three games. He looked good, didn't he? Right. Or, well, two and a half games. He looked great, actually. He looked Apart uh, from the he, foul trouble, Bam was fantastic. Yeah, he got into foul trouble really early in the game, and he got ended up getting taken out. But uh, when he came back in, he was, you know, impactful. He was, you know, getting offensive rebounds. He was big defensive presence. Uh, and he was scoring a lot too, getting inside. Uh, you know, if that if that shot uh, if that shot was counted uh, when uh, the shot clock went off, he'd have like 17 points. Uh, right now he has 15 points, but uh, you know, Bam and Abayo had a great game. I agree. Case or Shaban, did you want to add anything? I Uh, well, I liked Kendrick Nunn for like five minutes <laughs> well he got 20 so so you didn't like him for 20 <laughs> yeah he was he was he was he was buns he was like uh he, he hit those two big threes early in the game and then i was just like oh shoot you know maybe you can maybe you can really be something and then he wasn't you know and you know kendrick Nunn, he's sort of uh he's he's sort of getting his minutes back after completely losing them in the playoffs mm-hmm. uh i think like, he, i think in uh, this final series is like the first time he's played in like the playoffs since like uh, two series ago. Or something yeah, he played like against the Celtics. He got a few minutes against the Celtics in like game two or three, and then was just tossed off the court after that. Um, so he he did not play much at all. But I think he got a few, or I know he got a few minutes. But it, it's negligible. I don't even blame you for not remembering that shit. It was mm-hmm. it was very few. But yeah, I mean, what what else? Kendrick Nunn. Good to not so good, but what did you like? Well, genuinely, what did you like from the Miami Heat? I like I like how Duncan Robinson was really getting a shot to go in, you know, and I liked how they were running uh, those routes for him that he can just be able to uh, come off the dribble handoff and just you know 
rise up and hit that and rise up straight up and just hit that three. Uh, he got to the line a lot. He had six free throws, made all of them. Uh, you know, Duncan Robinson, he, I mean, I said before that he did, if, if Miami wants to stay competitive, uh, then he's got to hit those, he's got to hit, hit those looks and, you know, he's been hitting them and, you know, look at that. It's a single digit game. It was a really close game through the wire. Uh, Tyler hero as well. Uh, he proved that he wasn't all talk, you know, he's had 21 points, eight for 18, not all that efficient, but you know, he made some big shots when he really needed to definitely uh, third and fourth quarter, fourth quarter, especially. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll just I think everyone will just remember when like early in the early in the first quarter, LeBron just sort of brushed him off like he was just a tumbleweed and just just dunked it on him. <laughs> but, uh, the biggest thing is b- before I talk about the positives of the heat, I did want to I'm glad you brought that point the moment up. Tyler Harrow made that 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 uh scowl face at the end of the of, of the last game in game three. Um and LeBron didn't forget it, right? Jamal Murray danced. As well, uh, Damien had his moment in the first. LeBron doesn't forget. Russ that. danced. Yeah, yeah. Everyone LeBron, danced. Everyone LeBron made does, a face. Yeah, LeBron doesn't forget those moments, and, and he's going to get you back. And so LeBron, you know, brushed him off like a tumbleweed, like Shabon said, dunked the ball, and then went on the other side, blocked him, and then Anthony Davis blocked. He got bullied in the first quarter. He got bullied. Yeah. But, but genuinely, props to him from not letting that throw his game off. He's a 20-year-old rookie. And most guys would not be – most guys would be like, all right, fuck it. I got, you know, I got punked. He bounced back, and he had a really good second half, especially third and fourth quarter. When they needed him to score the ball, yeah. he was there for them. Jimmy Butler is – Jimmy Butler, very good at basketball. Bantam Abayo was good. Um, I, yeah, but I think I agree with you, Shabon. Duncan Robinson was the big bright point here. He didn't shoot as many three-pointers as I would like to see him shoot. He only shot six. Three of six. Exactly. But he was efficient, shot 50%, had 17 points. And by the way, he had no problem trying to go to the rim when that was available to him. He took some shots that he wouldn't normally take in his arsenal. And I think that helped the Heat keep this game tight. 17 points from Duncan Robinson is exactly a little bit higher, but exactly what you would want to see from him as a Heat fan. And knowing that they didn't all come from the three-point line, it's almost a good thing. It shows his game is evolving more than just what we know him to be. Literally two of them didn't come from the three-point line. Yeah. Exactly. The only downside I would say for the Miami Heat is Bam Adebayo is a great basketball player, and I'm not trying to say that he shouldn't be playing. He's obviously should be playing. But they definitely missed, in a weird way, the spacing that Kelly Olenek brought to them in the last two games. Did they not? Yeah, it felt like it was harder for them to get a shot. Yeah. It did. I it was obviously Laker defense. Like we have to credit that where credit is. They up the intensity, yeah. But I think not having Kelly Olynyk at the three point line enables the Lakers to kind of help when Jimmy gets down on that low block. Yeah, for sure. And I think they gotta like look to stagger uh, those minutes better between Kelly Olynyk and Bam Adebayo. I don't you know, think just kind of like they won't. Yeah, right? I don't know they if they will either. Good. You need him on they the. Don't f- have a choice. Yeah, I mean, you could also try like staggering him out with like Jay Crowder. Or like switching him out with like Jay Crowder here and there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, look, it's not Kelly is not a good defender by any standard. But when you're guarding the likes of Markeith Morris or someone of that caliber, he's probably not going to put the ball on the ground and drive by you anyway. So you can have a league average defender or even slightly below average in Kelly Linux' case just stand out on the three point line. So yeah, you're right. If they play him at the four for a little bit, I don't think it'll kill them to be honest, right? As long as those switches... Look, the biggest thing the Miami Heat did tonight that I really, really liked 
and they've been doing it all series, by the way, but they did it a lot tonight, is LeBron, for whatever reason, the Lakers will set a pick because Jimmy's guarding LeBron, right? Then they'll set mm-hmm. a pick and they'll get the switch that either is Duncan Robinson or Tyler Harrow. Or in, in one or two cases, Kendrick Nunn, but it's mostly been Duncan or Tyler Harrow. And then LeBron won't attack them and mid-moment... It'll allow switch, him to switch. He'll switch back. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler would just come... I don't understand... First off, that's absolute genius by Eric Spolster going, LeBron's not going to attack. We'll just switch. There's two seconds, not really, one point whatever seconds in between where LeBron could get both of those guys completely off guard if he wanted to. For whatever reason, he's not doing that, and it's a bit weird. It's not very LeBron-esque. If any, if LeBron is anything, he is a smart, intelligent basketball player, and for whatever reason, he's, he's allowing them to switch back and he's almost waiting for them. He's inviting the switch back. And I don't understand why he's doing that. But the Miami Heat have done a fantastic job of doing that quickly. When I, well, what I've seen is that uh, on a couple, of those, a couple of those times when they do that, uh, that when they do that switch back, uh, then LeBron just like takes, sort of takes advantage of that extra space he has and he just he pops the three. The middle. Or he just splits the middle, yeah. I don't know. It, it felt weird. LeBron thankfully only shot, you know, five three pointers, two of five from three tonight. Um, LeBron had a eight of sixteen efficient game. So did Anthony Davis. So they played good. It just I, it felt like it could have been better, right? 100, yeah, one hundred and two points seems low, but also for the Heat, ninety six points also seems low. But from the Miami Heat, the biggest thing we talked about it: Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson. Those guys look good. What did we? not like from the Miami Heat tonight and that we would like to see them do better for them to win game five. We're going to combine those two segments today um, because it's just the three of us. So we'll do it all together. Shaban, you want to yeah. start? Well, I, mean, I mean, we think I think we already touched on it, right? I mean, just the whole, uh, the lack of spacing uh, with, uh, you know, with the Miami Heat, the fact that they can't really get a lot more of their uh, shots up than usual. You know, Miami is the, Miami was the best three-point shooting team uh, this like this season, like and they were the best three-point shooting team like so far in the playoffs. But it didn't quite look like that like this game. I mean, Duncan Robinson had big shots. Tyler Hero hit big shots. But besides those guys, it doesn't look like anyone was really able to really get their shot up, or they were able to like you know really it, get it going. Hasn't it been like that the whole series though? Like, haven't they kind of? I wouldn't say struggled, but. They haven't shot nearly as many threes as they would normally in the series. Is that, is that not how it's been all four games? That has well, to do with Dragic not being there. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Dragic isn't there that's, either. That's a very good point, Kays. You're absolutely right there. Bro, that l- video of him crying on Twitter when they told him he wasn't going to play, it killed me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, of course. Look, as a, yeah. as a Laker fan – as a basketball fan first, I want Goran Dragic on the court. I want the best Miami Heat team possible because we want good basketball. We want good basketball. And by the way, we are still getting good Dude, basketball. Dude, I'm a but, Goran Dragic fan from back in the day, Phoenix Sundays, Phoenix, bro. Phoenix Sundays when he was sitting behind Steve Nash. And honestly, yeah. there was so much hype behind him. Every time he would play, you would see that there's something special there. And in moments in his career, he has been truly fantastic. And he was finding yeah. his rhythm in the bubble in the playoffs. I mean, he was incredible in these playoffs. So to lose, yeah. Like, yeah, Goran's like biggest strong suit is the fact that he plays. He's not like the most athletic uh, guard, and he's not like the he's most shifty. Like, 
Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's like he's very he plays a very intelligent brand of basketball. Like he really that's has European a good feel for the game. Though. I mean, yeah, that's, that's literally European basketball. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. So I think what we're all three of us are saying is the Heat would really benefit in game five of having Goran Dragic back. But it does they would, but I don't think he'll be there. Yeah, I, I don't think that's happening. So then let's discuss what the Heat actually would benefit from. What do they need to do to win game five? They need to shoot more threes. I feel like we've said that well, after I mean, every single game so far, haven't we? Right? We have, but it's something they're so good at during the season. It's something they were so good at in the bubble itself. I'm not it saying it makes no sense as to why they've given up that strategy. I'm not saying you're wrong for that criticism. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's just it is the same criticism we have held since game one, two, three, and four. The Miami Heat have not shot enough threes. Yeah. Well, one thing I did notice is that like Late in the fourth, uh, you know, the Miami defense sort of regressed and it, they just resorted to just fouling. Uh, That's fatigue. Which, well, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's fatigue. And, you know, it's like it's, you know, it's it's chippy and it's good, you know, gold, good old fashioned like playoff fouls. Uh, but, you know, I think they, uh, you know, the way that uh, I think they can look, try to take a play from like LeBron's book on how to sort of like load managed throughout the like the first like throughout the first period or you know try to load manage where they can i don't think they can they, they need to play with control but the team they're playing against doesn't allow them to play with that kind of control the miami yeah. heat have to come out and look to punch in the mouth they have to play pedal to the metal from tip off and i think late in games maybe not the first couple of games but especially now that it's been four games in eight days it's getting to them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have to play a more controlled basketball. I think yeah. sometimes they're rushing too much and they're making simple mistakes. Mm-hmm. And also what Shaban said, like you can't get to the fourth quarter and just start fouling when you've only allowed nine or 10 free throws in the first three. Mm-hmm. And even in the first period, like Bam on a bio, he had like three quick fouls early on. And you know he just started to get really frustrated and really flustered throughout. Like, and well, I you saw like that with AD last over. game too. Yeah, yeah. So it's so not I abnormal think to see game, that the game speed got away from Bam in the first quarter. I think as the game went on, he settled in pretty nicely. I would say, and and impacted the Heat well. I think I think I agree with you guys. They have to shoot more threes. And this three day. Or what? Two and a half day? Yeah, three day, right? Yeah, three days. Two and a half. They play Friday night. Yeah, they play Friday night. So this two and a half days that they'll have kind of to recoup their bodies on both sides, both Lakers and Heat. Obviously, I think both teams will benefit heavily from it. Yeah, heavily, heavily. Because you could. AD took a beating today. You could see the amount of fatigue on both teams in serious moments today. I mean, like I said, LeBron looked like he was taking the first half off. Uh, A lot of times, other guys just kind of seem to be on the back, you know, on their heels almost. They weren't on their toes. It didn't feel um, as good. And then it got chippy towards them, like Shaban talked about, and Kays points out that's because of fatigue, and that's probably true. Uh, it's probably because the game was close enough to where there's no reason to be that frustrated to be, you know, Jay Crowder grab LeBron's arm one time or push them in the back another time. And, and those fouls don't – Jay Crowder is not a dirty player by any stretch of the imagination. He's just tired. He can't. It's hard to guard LeBron when LeBron has load managed the first half of the game and – and now Jay Crowder has to guard that guy who's ready to eat. Um, but I like seeing Jimmy Butler on LeBron. I think he did – obviously, it's hard to stop LeBron James, but he did a pretty good job, I would say, on LeBron. 
he kind of mucked it up and made it a little more difficult. Did you see like late in the game? Yeah. Did you see late in the game where like Jimmy Butler kind of pushed Alex Caruso into AD's legs? Oh, yeah, that's you, what I'm talking about. Yeah. He pushed him? It, yeah, he definitely pushed he him. Definitely if you watch the him. replay, he launches Caruso at AD. Oh, so I saw it, it was like for it was like for no reason to. It was just no fucks. <laughs> so obviously that moment was like seeing AD on the ground and seeing I saw Caruso, you know, fly. I in had a heart attack, play, bro. Right, and obviously that is extremely concerning as not just a basketball fan but also a Laker fan. Heavily concerning. And every time Anthony Davis hits the ground, I'm not gonna lie to you, I get a little scared. I just get a little scared. Bro, there's literally a string of seven straight possessions where AD was shooken up. He gets hit in the face so many times for someone who's seven fucking feet tall. Dude, for real. AD really does get hit in the face a lot. It's kind of weird. It's really, really weird how much he gets smacked in the face. Um, You're seven feet tall. Just fucking stand up. <laughs> yeah, I know. He does like this kind of like face up where he's like leaning down, like towards like I I think like there was like this one there was uh, a play example. where Iguodala slapped him. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He All got right. elbowed by Kelly Olynyk. All right, boys. Before we get out of here, in the eye by Jay Crowder. Like, what the fuck is going on? Before we get out of here, let's go ahead and do the two things that we always do in all these post game reaction pods. Finals MVP case. If the Lakers win, LeBron James. And if the Heat win, yeah, it's LeBron. Jimmy Butler. Okay, Jimmy I buckets. agree with that. Uh, Shabon, it seems like you agree with that as well. LeBron James, Jimmy Butler. Does the series end Game 5 Friday, Shabon? Uh, I'm going to say it does. I'm going to say it's over on Friday. Yeah, I think it's over on Friday. I agree with you both. I think game. I hate how much we agree, but it also makes sense because we're on a podcast and we're also best fucking friends. So it makes sense that we agree on a lot of these takes. But, <laughs> but I promise you, listener, next season, we'll bring the heat a little differently. In the meantime, pun intended, by the way. Yeah, I won't watch any basketball. <laughs> oh, go fuck season. yourself. I'm Don't just going to come in and be on a podcast. <laughs> hey, We're going to be a football podcast after Friday. Case is going to go full skip Bayless and just not watch the games. He's just going to spew garbage out of his mouth. The best. I'm just going to be on Twitter reading other people's comments <laughs> about him and come in with that opinion. The, um, the look ahead line for Friday is Lakers minus seven and a half. Over under is two seventeen for those wondering at home. Get on those lines. under. Get oh, on I'm lines. going way under. Get on that under as soon as possible. It will go down very, very, very quickly. In the meantime, thanks for listening. We'll see you Friday night. Let's hope it's a really fun game and a really good game. And if it's all over, then let's hope it was worth it. Thank you. But for real quick. Yes. No, 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 no. You can find us at. Waterboy and Equipment Manager on oh, Instagram <laughs> and Waterboy Manager on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, well, you kind of oh, botched yeah. out. You kind of botched. No, I YouTube set one. it up. Why? Yeah. If you search no. Waterboy Manager on YouTube, we pop up. Oh, oh really? Bet. Okay, cool. All right. Well, then in that in that case, for me, Shaban and Kays, we'll see you Friday night. See ya. Peace. Bye. Bye.